They need to know. I was talking to a lady this week, telling me about an experience of God she'd had in her church, not a Pentecostal church. And she was enveloped in the presence of God in the altar, and she lost touch with her physical surroundings. She was transported into that holy of holies, that presence of God that you and I enter every Sunday and even more often. But for her, it had been a very, very, very long time, if ever, that she had experienced that. And when she came out of it, she looked and realized something had happened to her. She had lost touch with the physical world temporarily. And she looked at the people beside her and said, where did I go? Where have I been? They said, you were right here. You went nowhere. And when she tried to explain to them what had happened to her, they couldn't grasp it. And they said, well, God just thought you needed a special blessing today. It's a sad situation, church. It's a sad situation. People who know God don't understand that the treasure in these jars of clay is the very wonderful, precious presence of God. And he wants to break those jars and let that spill out on the hungry, the thirsty, the dying, those in bondage. Our responsibility. This is what Moses said to Aaron. He didn't go up to him and put his arm around him and say, Aaron, buddy, I'm so sorry about that. Your little boys are now crispy critters. Moses is the spokesman for God. He has an office, a calling, and he's obedient. And he goes to Aaron and he says, Aaron, this is what the Lord spoke. Past tense. Saying, by those who come near me, I must be regarded as holy. You can't approach me just any way you want to. You better be mindful of approaching me as a hypocrite because I hate hypocrites. If you ain't going to be honest with me, don't expect me to pat you on the shoulder. And before all the people, I must be glorified. What those two did was to call attention to themselves. They wanted to attract people to them. We'll show you how to do it without the Holy Spirit. Hello. We'll show you how to fill your church. I have actually had church growth spills like that. No mention of the Holy Spirit, the presence of God. We'll show you how. We have a proven method. And that ought to make us repent. I've uh, told you that I am quoting in this series from a Pentecostal evangelist uh, article written by John Bueno. John Bueno is a veteran missionary, but now he is also director of the Assemblies of God missions worldwide. John Bueno was asked the question, and he's the type of guy you don't ask a question if you don't want the truth. He was asked the question, why are the Assemblies of God churches overseas growing faster than the Assemblies of God churches here in America? Why are they seeing more converts, more disciples, more ministry, more church planting? Church planting is phenomenal by the Assemblies of God overseas. This was his answer. This is one of the principles. He gave five reasons, and this is one of them here. He said, they depend on and expect the miraculous. He said, this is not preached nor practiced in the U.S. as much as it is overseas. They depend on and expect the miraculous. 
I asked myself, knowing I was going to preach this this morning, I asked myself on the way to this service this morning, Jim, what are you going there expecting? Well, let's see. I've got my message to preach. I've got, I've got the, uh, the worship service. I've got those blessed announcements. And I've got... And then God brought me up short and said, what do you expect me to do? Hmm. Oh, you mean you want to get in here too? Well, we'll see if we can't get you on the agenda somewhere there. People should come with an expectancy that when they enter our churches, they're entering the realm of the miraculous that can extend to everyday life. Many people today have a rather cynical approach to the validity of miracles. Wow. You believe that? I've even heard preachers, I have even heard Pentecostal preachers make fun of miracles. We need to get back to a holy living in the pulpit where we don't make light of the things of God as a joke. People say, well, you're too serious. Lighten up. I'll lighten up. I'll, I'll indulge in humor, but I will not indulge in blasphemy. He went on to say in answer to that question, the statement they depend on and expect the miraculous. He went on to say, it's time for U.S. churches to go back to an emphasis on the miraculous through the extraordinary activity of the Holy Spirit. We need to see the supernatural works of God in our congregation as well as in our everyday lives. Can I hear an amen on that? So I have have taken to task the seeker-friendly movement, but I have also taken note that we call ourselves people of the presence of God. We need to practice what we preach. We need to live it out. Next week, I will pick up right here. Methods do matter in this series, Jars of Clay, Treasure in Jars of Clay, Correcting Those Who Have Erred. We'll pick up there next week. 